Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. everybody, welcome back. I'm going to do another podcast on the Amalfi Coast, Positano, one of the most visited cities along the Mediterranean in Italy. From famed influencers to Sophia Loren, the shorelines capture the imagination and natural beauty that was cut out centuries ago. Here's a little bit of information from my first visit and my first impression this past spring to Positano and Amalfi. So Positano is just wow. It does look like every Pinstagram, Instagram post I've ever seen. Candy and I had just taken a water ferry from Salerno to Positano after our stay in Vietri Sulmar. If you're interested in that area of the Amalfi Coast, check out my podcast or blog on that as well. We made our way to Positano to visit friends who were flying in from Germany for a weekend adventure. This city built along the cliffs of the Mediterranean Sea is really gorgeous. We were greeted from the dock, from the boat, you can see the Positano Spiaggi, or the beach, which is lined with umbrellas and buildings that are tiered along the mountainside. We had a wonderful sunny day on our day of arrival, and the hustle and bustle of the city was already alive and noisy at 10 in the morning. Tour and travel guide kiosks lined the entrance to the boat dock, where you could rent a boat for the day, take a tour to Capri, or the Blue Grotto. It was a very busy April day, which threw me off guard because I usually recommend a huge travel tip of traveling during the swing seasons in Europe. But after COVID, I think everybody was just ready to travel. And so this spring, it was super busy as well. So when to visit Positano? The Amalfi Coast is one of the most visited spots in Italy. And according to U.S. News and World Report, about 5 million tourists visit annually. And that's a lot of people. I would still recommend visiting during the swing seasons, spring and fall, as you could imagine, for accommodations, transportations, etc. would be higher in the summer because of the beaches. Weather is still really quite nice during the swing season, so if you want to save a little bit of money, I recommend traveling then. Traveling in Italy also in the summer has challenges because some accommodations don't really have air conditioning. More do along the Amalfi Coast, but you just want to make sure that your destination has it if this is important to you. I'll be visiting Positano again in September 22 with a group, and I'm sure I'll have more to share. So, first up, where we stayed. So, Kelly and Heidi stayed at Hotel Marincanto, and Candy and I stayed at the Villa Flavio Goya. G-O-A. I'm not sure I pronounced that right. The Hotel Marincanto had amazing upper views of the beach, a balcony, swimming pool, and excellent dining available. We did have to take an elevator up and down to the different levels and a few stairs, but it was lovely to capture the views as we walked. We enjoyed cocktails and light snacks in the afternoon with incredible views of the sea. The service was spectacular, and they also had piano playing on the terrace, or the terrazza celle, for our dinner meal as well. I would recommend making dinner reservations while you are in the Amalfi Coast. It was very difficult to just walk in and find a seat. 
Kelly and Heidi said the breakfast buffet was quite good as it offered different foods and coffees. Their room had high ceilings, elegant decorations, plenty of space, and a balcony overlooking the beach. Suites are also available at this property, as well as beach chairs, exclusive private beach, and they host weddings as well. So our stay at the Villa Flavio Goya is located in the heart of Positano, and our small balcony overlooked the Chiesa di Santa Maria Assunta Piazza. In the morning, we were delighted with church bells echoing around the city and bustling of the businesses that were opening up. After arriving off our ferry, Candy and I made our way to the villa. This enchanting little hotel is tucked away along a narrow pedestrian walkway, so we did need to roll our luggage a little bit on the cobblestone, which was kind of funny, but we made it, and we did have to go up a few stairs. I think this is part of the charm of the Amalfi Cities and its history. The private courtyard that this hotel has is enchanting, and it's a really nice, quiet respite area for you to relax in the afternoons as well. Our room was designed just like you would imagine an Italian villa along the coast would be. We had a little balcony. Our room was very clean. We had a modern bathroom with features as well as a kitchen and a mini fridge and stove. The Villa Flavia Goya stays busy most times and during longer stays in the fall, they did recommend that you call ahead because they do require a seven night stay in September and October. Also, a travel tip is some hotels in Italy now require a deposit when making the initial reservation. So you might want to check that out as you're making the reservation. So one of the things with this crew that I was traveling is we rarely let any dust settle under our feet. So on our second day in Positano, we decided to take a taxi to Ravello to explore this iconic resort town filled with medieval terraced gardens, architecture, and shopping. We hired a driver or a taxi service from Positano to Ravello as the buses seemed to be filled every time we saw them. And the service for this was 250 euros for a one-hour drive. It's a very strenuous, difficult drive along the coast, and I never recommend people driving it themselves, ever. For a full day tour, including a stop at the Blue Grotto and introducing us to Ravello, our driver offered us a tour for 450 euros, 500 euros for six hours. And we were a little surprised at this price, but in the end, I think we all thought this was a safe option. So we decided to go for it. I do have a word of caution though. Be careful sometimes where locals recommend places because these typically are touristy restaurants or shops and there is usually sometimes a back deal going on which is normale it's a practice that is uh, done there but it's all in all tourist areas of Europe you can't really get away from it I think it's in the states too but anyway just be aware that some of the places that you're visiting are probably also um, getting a kickback of some kind Since this adventure, I've found a wonderful driving service along the coast and I completely trust and is completely professional. So if you're interested, book an adventure with me on the Amalfi Coast and I'll help you take care of it. While we were in Ravello, we went to visit Villa Simbrioni, which is a beautiful, majestic garden with with views of the Amalfi Coast that stretch for miles and is a highlight of the city of Ravello. As we walked the cobblestone streets up the hill through the center of town to the hillside garden and hotel, we were amazed at the original architecture, stonework, and art of all the buildings that we saw. 
Here's a travel tip. Schedule at least 15 minutes to an hour to tour the Villa Cibrioni and enjoy the peacefulness and relaxation. Okay, so next up is where we ate. And there were plenty of places for good eats there, uh, but I also have a not so great place to eat. As I said, this is a tourist destination, so you just want to be aware and maybe do a little Google search or TripAdvisor uh, before going. The biggest thing is you have to make reservations when you're in the Amalfi Coast or you will not eat because the restaurants because of COVID are taking a certain amount of people and once they fill up, you are done. (laughs) So the first place we visited was Shea Black, which is just off the beach in Positano, is a waterfront restaurant and is super popular. You definitely have to make reservations. We didn't and we had quite a bit of a wait, but we enjoyed some Prosecco while we waited and it's a superb location right on the beach, so we listened to the tide roll in as we were waiting to be seated. The menu is quite extensive and it has an open kitchen concept so you can watch the chef do their magic while you're uh, sitting at the table or waiting. There are unique seafood items on the menu like black ink squid pasta to spaghetti with sea urchins. They also have spaghetti and meatballs but this is an American Italian dish not a Naples Italy Italian dish. (laughs) The restaurant was bustling most of the night had a festive environment. We had pizza, Heidi had the black squid pasta, we had fried calamari, prosciutto and melon. It was all delicious. The next is the Terrazza Cele, which was located in the Marincanto Hotel and Resort. So this was where Kelly stayed and she'd already been there and she recommended that we have light appetizers and wine and beer there. So on our last night in Positano, we decided to head back to the Terrazza for dinner and we enjoyed quite a few things there as well. Remember, these were small bites, so not huge portions. Another place we ate at in Positano was a small little eatery, Enoteca, a wine dark house, which is tucked away in an alley at the foot of the stairs of the Villa Flavio Goya and the church. It was a great place to catch some lovely wine, small bites of food, and we enjoyed a melted cheese sandwich and an eggplant parmesan with a really lovely bottle of wine. The owner was personable, gave great suggestions, and we stayed for a while and just caught up and chat for a little bit while we enjoyed people watching. Okay, so the cautionary one I have was actually in Ravello. It kind of saddened me that uh, this was the very first time in Italy I could say that I did not have a good meal. The Trattoria Cumpa Cosima. I thought it would be a fantastic choice because our driver had recommended it, but I was really disappointed in this restaurant right from the start. There was a Nona, or owner, who was going from table to table taking orders, and the whole thing seemed kind of staged. And the biggest disappointment, of course, was that the food was very bland. It didn't taste like anything I had ever had in Italy before. It actually tasted like very plain, didn't taste authentic at all. And it was super expensive, so it was very disappointing, and I did let the driver know that I wasn't happy, and I didn't leave them a great review on Google as well. I like to keep it real, so that's why I share the good and the bad, and I hope you are gathering some good notes. So just be aware that this area, because it is such a huge tourist destination, that there's also kind of some games going on where people uh, might try to take advantage of you a little bit. So just be aware of that and have your guard up. But in the end, I would say 
that Positano is definitely a place to visit, especially if it's on your bucket list. It's beautiful, gorgeous coastline. And remember that it is the most visited city in the Amalfi Coast. There are others like Sorrento and Ravello that are visited, but not quite as busy. I'm going to Sorrento in September, so I'll definitely share what I find out there. These were just my first impressions. For more information and content, check out my website, travelwithwendy.net. My friend Vicky and I are planning several group trips to Europe next year, including one to Italy. If you're interested, send me a comment or a message, wendy at travelwithwendy.net, and I would love to talk to you about that. Remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Thanks for joining me today. Ciao.